Hello. Hey guys, it's Sasha. I'm back. <laughs> Finally back. It's been a bit longer than I anticipated uh, because life. Um, but I'm back to bring you episode two of my podcast. Um, yeah, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll know that my life is cray cray pretty much all the time. So, um, a load of stuff has happened since I uploaded the last episode. Finally in a new place after not having anywhere to live since the end of July. Um, we're now, uh, on the 18th of November. Um, it was my birthday nearly a week ago and I turned 34. So yeah, a lot's happened. But, um, anyway, enough of all that. Let's get into it. Episode two. Um, don't forget to follow us on the socials at the happy hair coat. Pain, passion, purpose, etc. Episode two, homeless at 16. Welcome back, Sasha Atherton here again. Um, thank you very much for joining me for episode two of How I Turn My Pain Into Passion. Um, this episode is called Homeless at 16. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. So um, yes, just as I was about to take my GCSEs, I got kicked out for the second time, but I had nowhere to go, nowhere to go. Um, the relationship with my dad, as you know from episode one, broke down um, and we didn't have one again. Um, Think we spoke once very briefly he called me um in my early 20s i think uh but it didn't take long before that that conversation went sour and um, and then we've not spoken again so yes um what happened is one of my um friends from school um their mom let me stay and um, so i stayed there for might have been a week uh, a week or so a few days anyway um, and my friend's mum, um, her partner had a relative that worked at this hostel. Um, so she made a few calls to see if there was any space. <coughs> and I ended up going to the hostel. Um, and I remember being sat in the car outside um, whilst my friend's mum was going in and getting my stuff. Um, you know, and it was, um, yeah, it was an interesting situation. Um, so next thing I know, I'm in this hostel. And I struggle with time scales, like, you know, even some of the memories, some are really vivid, uh, most are, but actually I feel like I've subconsciously suppressed a lot of stuff. Um, so the, the time scales are a bit fuzzy, but I feel like I was at the hostel for six months, maybe. Um, took my GCSEs whilst at the hostel, um, at this new, new school, and I did pretty well, especially considering what was happening. So, um, I w- I've always been bad at maths. I had, um, a French uh, teacher, a guy that was from France that was teaching maths and he just used to swear all the time. Um, and because I struggled with maths, I really needed, um, some support that I didn't get. So I got like an E in maths, but English is my strong point and um, writing, media as well I got um so I got three A's I came out three A's a few C's um a B I think so I did pretty well considering um and I remember at that age I still constantly sought approval and love um from 
so I remember going back to hers to tell her what I got for my GCSE results. Um, and the first thing that was said is, why did you get an E? Um, and that's something that kind of sticks with me. Um, and I kind of just walked off and I just went back to the hostel where I was met with a total, the total opposite um, reaction. Um, all of the workers at the hostel um, gathered together in the office to wait to find out what results I, I'd got. And they were just over the moon for me. Um, so that was really nice. Um, but obviously I couldn't stay at the hostel forever. So um, I then went to um, a bed sit in the St Anne's area of Nottingham, if you know it, um, which I just wasn't really comfortable with from the start. Um, it was kind of like a community bed sit for um, young people, homeless. Um, but yeah, I just never felt comfortable being there um, for multiple reasons. And then an incident happened with some guys that I knew that just turned up um, at my flat or whatever you want to call it. Um, and they, they got quite aggressive. So after I managed to get them out of my flat, I felt like, yeah, I need to get out of this place. Um, so then I put my name down. Obviously I was homeless, so I had nowhere to go. I was living in um, sported accommodation. I put my um, name down with um, framework and eventually I got moved to a house that was supported housing for addicts. So now, I mean, you know, during this time, I was just about to start college as well, left school, um, just about to start college. I'm now living in a house with drug addicts, alcoholics. Um, yeah, that was another really challenging, tough time. At that point, you know what, I was, and actually for a while, I was a pretty angry um, teenager, not child, but yeah, teenager. Um, yeah, pretty angry about everything that happened, didn't really know how to express it. it. You'll find it strange now because I'm on YouTube telling everybody what happened to me, but for a very long time, and actually up until recently, I kept everything to myself. And if, you know, one of the main things that I tell everybody is, do not keep it to yourself, it's so damaging. Um, all of this was happening and nobody knew. You know, there's people that message me even now on LinkedIn that I used to work with um, that say to me, oh my goodness, I cannot believe you were going through that at around the same time. Um, so yes, the next um, stage was living with addicts. So that will be the next episode. Please tune in um, to episode three living with addicts. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh.